You're listening to Street Speak, the podcast answering your burning questions about poverty and homelessness. Today's episode features some incredible poets reading their pieces aloud. To read these poems and many others, check out our full poetry edition of The Street Sheet, available at streetsheet.org. First, we'll hear from Kevin Madrigal Galindo. All my memories are now apartment complexes. The family trips to mission discount shops. The walk to school cutting through empty lots. The century two-for-one movies watched. The slippery cerebral lanes that demanded respect. The freshest by-hand car wash and cleaning you could find in the bay. And I'm afraid it is only a matter of time before they decide we should dig up the graves, set them aside, replace with high-rise communities that no longer feign empathy for those left behind. These words are now but memories of mine, and I won't be surprised when they, too, are displaced and developed by luxury condominiums no longer attainable for the lowly folk who ever once dared love the sight of a horizon in a place they call home. Hi, my name's Detroit Richards. Uh, you can find my writing at www.thepoultrysum.com. I was unhoused for a little over five years. At the end of 2020, um, I realised we just couldn't do it any longer. Um, I have a young teenage son. There was nowhere to have a shower. Um, there was nowhere to use the bathroom, and we just couldn't couldn't do it. Everything was closed down. It was just impossible. So we came to San Francisco, managed to get a place, thankfully, in the SIP hotel system. Um, and it basically saved our lives. Uh, I now have a subsidized apartment, um, which I can be in until the end of August. And we have a hope of a future. Uh, thank you for listening. A total lack of chill, yet the room feels as cold and empty as space itself, fast and unyielding, a black hole soul defining the edges of what it means to be afraid. That's a cute hat. It hides your eyes and shields your scorn. Do the stars disappear just because it is morn? Does still ever crack? Does the white bird fly? Are the ships upon the water? Is this a speck or a log that is in my eye? Do you like to write rhyme? Is what's yours really yours? Is what's mine safe or lost? Do you believe in freedom? Freedom at any cost? Can you ever walk back across the bridge of what has been given and what has been given up? What would your mother say if you could see her? Would she say that it was worth the cost? And the infinity loop expands, expands to develop the soul and the numbers on the pillow, the combination to the hole that is torn, the hole that is rent in the substance and the marrow of a world which is bent quite out of shape as it is turning, out of time for any more learning, out of room, out of space, and the diamonds that are laced across the curtains and the veils are spinning to no avail. And the mirrors that are broken and the promises that are open to interpretation are left lacking in addition to their cracking enough. Time is yearning for borders, keys are turning in locks that have been fit, but we cannot get out of it. Mountains are not made to go around, the wall is up, coming up, rising out of the ground, and all these petty sacrifices made out of noise and sound are too bourgeois to prevail, too petty petty to lift the veil, too lacking and too dumb to 
ever move even the thumb from which you struggle under. You are lost, doomed, cast asunder. There is no turning back for you. There is no way back to what will will be and who you used to be, to you or to me or to any who have eyes which see. I must say, you have a distinct lack of chill, yet are the coldest thing I have ever felt, this common side of hell. My name is Jonah Raskin. I live... uh at Ocean Beach in San Francisco. I'm a poet. I've been uh, writing poetry for much of my life. Um, uh, And uh, I discover a lot of things about myself and about the world by writing poetry. And I have a lot of good friends who are poets and I love to perform poetry. The the title of this poem is The Kinship of Neighbors. Homeless I am not, nor am I a Republican or a Democrat, though I've been woke since shortly after I came into this world and knew I was different from the others who lived in big white houses and whose parents drove big white cars, believed in bigness, didn't see the folks who lived under the sun and the stars, and in broken down shacks behind Main Street, an invisible presence my hometown wanted to pretend didn't exist, wasn't a part of the bleached nation born of chattel slavery, that at this late date doesn't want to acknowledge or see that we all belong to the family of humans who came down from the trees, lived in caves, learned to harness fire, built pyramids, believed in an end to bondage, and the kinship of neighbors inside and outside, four walls with light, heat, and all that shit. Homeless Are Saints by Judy Joy Jones The homeless living and dying on our streets as we walk by pretending not to see, as they eat out of garbage cans and die alone in cold, dark nights. The homeless are the nameless saints who were created to do great things like you and I, and they need food, shelter, and medical care, as we all do, to survive. The homeless are saints having to watch as we walk by, not caring if they live to see the morning light. The homeless are saints. Hello, my name is Johanna Alatar and I'm a writer from New York. Currently, I'm working on a novel based on a childhood incident and I'm hoping to finish it soon. And I'd like to read a couple of poems for you. Um, These poems were in Street Sheet in the January poetry issue. They're very personal to me and I hope you like them. The first poem is called Sometimes in Winter. Sometimes in Winter. She wears broken promises on a string necklace around her neck. Worn and frazzled, its bloody knots cut into her skin. Touching each promise, believing every lie. She's a phantom on a foggy winter night. The second poem that I'd like to read for you is... This house is haunted. This house is haunted. 
In darkness they dwell, consumed by madness and relentless need. Long dead spirits, still searching for rest. Death, so unkind, never took them. This house is haunted, haunted by cruel games, endless and unwinnable. Words that turn to silent screams hang in the frigid air, unheard. Youth, its blush long faded, was it ever there? Long shadows stumble like birds blinded by an unforgiving sun. On a broken street, invisible, it remains. This house is haunted. Yo, I'm Revolt. I'm a recording artist, illustrator, and journalist based in San Francisco. RevoltRightNow.com title of this piece is State Forced Pregnancy. Where do men get off telling women what they can do with their body? Where do men get off telling trans and gender queer people what they can do with their body? Where do men get off at the next stop, please? We got no need for your authoritarian fetus fetishization, your quasi-fake-as-fuck demonstration supporting state Forced pregnancy. State forced pregnancy is what this is all about. 12-year-old girl finding out her stomach grows to bring life closer. Losing composure, teased in geometry classes for a demon seed father planted. Where did she give consent when state forced pregnancy is what the GOP represents? 228 lawmakers from the Senate and the House, lecherous scum pushing a bill right now to execute with their executive powers such unspeakable crimes. To force women into back alleys with coat hangers, blood, tears, and cries. Gaslit, manipulated hypocrites with picket sign fraud, misuse feminist words or leverage the voice of a god, rabidly frantic to take on a cause laced with political agendas to keep the people at odds. Anti-life demonstration denies a woman's right to choose Bible Belt Christianists supporting sexual abuse, claiming pro-life taglines when they don't do shit for refugees attacked by drone bots in airplanes with American flags. Palestinian children shot apart by Israeli rifles is unimportant, says Fox News Max pundits. They value more the so-called life of a fetus in a white woman's stomach. An unborn glob they debate with philosophical semantics, word salad antics, horror porn posters on freeway overpasses mean so drastic to protect at all costs what's inside the white woman's stomach, an Aryan embryo that can't be lost universal child care paid time off no 
For any mother that gives birth, it's right back to the job. Back breaking sweat, paid less, fighting the odds for the same exact work that I get. Stop. Fuck off. You misogynist, hypocrite pigs, you're about as pro-life as Dick Cheney with three beers in him on a hunting trip. Your white supremacist agenda ain't fooling me in the least. You're the first to sterilize black women against their will. That's your motto. I mean, you're the first to sterilize disabled mothers to be. If my crippled ass wanted a kid, you wouldn't help me in the least. But if it's a white woman's stomach, you'll fight to the death first degree. Murders and crimes you commit with your batshit philosophies that provoke white wing terrorists with six feet of rope. Here's a brief list of the victims you attacked, spreading hate and fear with state forced pregnancy acts. George Tiller, woman's health care provider, murdered. June Barnett and her husband, woman's health care provider murdered. Calvin Jackson, woman's health care provider, was stabbed 15 times. David Gandell, woman's health care provider, attacked by a sniper in his apartment. Emily Lyons, woman's health care provider, lost her eye in a bombing that murdered a cop. Sounds like pro-life to me. Wait, no. Get the fuck off at the next stop. We don't need your police and people's bodies at all. 13,000 homeless Americans die each year who you don't care about at all. Go volunteer with a soup servant or join the Red Cross instead of demonizing women's choices with state forced pregnancy Accosting young women and teens abused at the hands of men who look a lot like you, who act a lot like you, with the same agendas and trends. You set clinics on fire. You bomb people's homes and stab doctors in the back. You're about as pro-life as a Sopranos rerun on HBO Max. We won't put up with your attacks and we won't go back to state forced pregnancy. So don't even ask. Thank you for listening. And before I forget... Yes? Fuck white supremacy and fuck the neo-Nazi. I mean Republican Party. Much love to the TL. Create more beds for the homeless, not more tax breaks for the rich. My name is Virginia Barrett. I'm a poet and writer, artist and educator based in San Francisco. I'll be reading three poems. Collection Day. We are feeling the universe with giant gloves, 
which grow each night covering the cosmos. As one covers their face when caught by surprise or an overwhelming grief. Cloud shadows move and don't move. Walking trees make their way closer to stars while we sleep draped on limbs. From the window, I watch a woman wheel a dog in a carriage on the sidewalk as a man pushes a shopping cart down the middle of the dead-end street. She's shouting at him across the space between them, over the rattle of the metal cart piled with plastic garbage bags full of empties. They vanish from view, become barely audible, gone. I put on my mask and go outside. After collection, blue recycling bins stand like bodies gathered for an action yet to begin. I breathe through the tight weave, watch light salvage wreckage from the sun. I am too seldom at the ocean to hear the murmuring of shells. Across from the popular park with palms, your elders will dream dreams. Acts 2.17 On the sidewalk near the intersection, across from the popular park with palms, an aged man pushing a shopping cart piled high with bottles and with cans and four large garbage bags stuffed full hanging off the sides. He plods, his head of white hair hung over his shrunken self as if his neck were broken, back humped, his arms outstretched. He leans into the discarded weight. Reaching the curb, he does not cross on Dolores to the park with palms, but stops, bows his head to the cart's hard handle. A surrendering in prayer? A flock of lorikeets swoop, screech, and land. Old leaf scars form a pattern, blessings crowned. by the bus stop. She sells flores, flowers by the bus stop. La gente, la basura, Walgreens is always open. All flores, five bucks. Her face is an umber daisy. Bus stop, people, garbage, flowers, son preciosas, cinco dólares. She sells flores. Flowers, flores, how fast the cherry blossoms came and left. Her flowers, flores, flowers by the bus stop in their cut bouquets. 
she had to leave her children behind. She remembers all the flores in the market with her mother when she was small, muy lejos. El mercado they walked to arm in arm, chickens and mangoes and shoes. Abajo, the earth is round, a daisy disc, cactus on the border in bloom, the brick wall of Walgreens, people, la basura, que sonrisa, her big white bucket is stained. You have been listening to Street Speak, the podcast answering your burning questions about poverty and homelessness in San Francisco. You can read these poems and many more in our poetry issue, available at streetsheet.org. Thanks for listening.